Hola. Hello. Bienvenidos a Enredo. A podcast about raising bilingual children. I do like to read with my mama. I'm Monica. And I'm Paula. Welcome to Entre Dos. A podcast about raising bilingual children. Isolation. Loneliness. Those are words that we sometimes hear from parents who are teaching their kids a second language. It's understandable because unless you have a community of parents doing the same, it's easy to feel like you don't quite fit in. You know, you're that one parent speaking Spanish to your kids on the playground. That feeling is what led our guest Eileen Pacierello McAleer to offer free Spanish classes for families in her home in Austin. And those classes led her to create an app called Mama Lingua. This app is meant to help parents who are non-native Spanish speakers or who are learning Spanish to interact with their children in the language and learn along the way. You'll hear more about how the app works in the episode. Uh, Eileen also talked to us about how to create community with other families and why she feels dual language education is important. But before we dive in, we wanted to thank Casey Shack from languagepreschools.com for giving us a shout out on her list of 10 best podcasts for Woo! parents raising bilingual kids. That <laughs> was very so exciting yes. for us um, <laughs> since we're relatively new and we were in very good company in the list. So thank you so much, Casey. And now that maybe you're coming to our podcast because of Casey's recommendation, we would love it if you also rated and reviewed our show. We really want to hear what you think. Um, rating and reviewing helps our discoverability. It helps people find us in, 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 in everywhere in the podcast world. Now here's Eileen. So let's start off by talking about your family. Tell us a little bit about what your bilingual family looks like? Um, well, I guess how I became bilingual is probably important. Um, so my parents are Venezuelan Italian and they immigrated into this country before they had kids. Um, so they left Venezuela and they landed in Miami and had us. And so we grew up in this amazing city, Miami, where being bilingual was just part of life. And so everybody that you met was basically bilingual. So it was kind of easy. You didn't feel like an outsider. And so um, that's how I grew up. And then didn't really know I was Latin, like <laughs> until I left Miami. <laughs> um, and then you get labeled. <laughs> right. Um, and then I went to... Um, you know, uh, college, met my husband. And so now we're raising our family here in Texas and we're in Austin and he's American and our home is bilingual. And that I think is probably like the, the real meaning, I guess, because our household happens in two languages. Uh, so my house was spoken in Spanish when I was growing up, but in this house, both English and Spanish are being spoken at any given time. Um, so my husband is a English speaker, uh, monolingual. He understands a lot of Spanish. I mean, he's been immersed in it for seven years now. So he got kids Spanish down and, 
And um, so, and I and I stay in Spanish. So I we do one parent, one language. So I stay in Spanish the whole time. Um, and so I'm speaking in Spanish. He's speaking in English, and the kids are going back and forth between English and Spanish, predominantly English. But like they try to um, to use the Spanish that they do know when they're talking to me. How old are they? Uh, my daughter's five and my son is seven and my daughter just started um, elementary school kindergarten at the dual language school which has been amazing in just two weeks <laughs> and Eileen before you launched the mama lingua app uh, you were hosting free Spanish classes right yeah and, and what led you to start those classes okay I didn't want to be alone um <laughs> It's basically what happened. Like I was so isolated, like raising my kids in Spanish and I would go to the park and everybody was speaking in English. And I'm like, no, I really want my kid to speak Spanish. I would stay in Spanish, but then nobody would talk to me. Right. Um, so, uh, I was like, okay, well, the only way I can create a positive bilingual environment is if I invite people that want to speak Spanish into my household and the skill that I have is what they want. And then it becomes like this really positive environment for my children to grow up in. So that's kind of how it started. <laughs> and how did you get the word out for these, these, these sort of, it was, it looks like, it sounds like it was um like a Spanish class, but really more Spanish of like a, a meetup. A yeah, group? it was a meetup. It right. Was, I used the platform meetup because Facebook wasn't big for groups yet. So everybody was on meetup and we did a, a meetup and like, I think the first day, I mean, everything trickles down, right? And then you get like your consistent followers. But in the, the first day, there was like 45 people in my house. And I was like, oh my God, wow. this is going to be insane. How, how do I, <laughs> like, I, I, you know, people kept RSVP. I was like, oh, no one's going to show up, right? No, I mean, like literally, I, I, I didn't know where to put people. Like, yeah, it was insane. And then it trickled down and then there was like the consistent like five to seven which was nice. It was like an intimate group. And, and we just, um, our kids played and we spoke in Spanish and, and so forth and gave them like the list that they would take down. And I would get actually, so basically what you see on my app is what I would write down on a, on a word document and I would, you know, do the phonetics and everything for them. And like, that was their homework. Were, were these parents mostly non-native Spanish speakers or did they have some foundation in Spanish or they were newbies? So maybe 50-50. Yeah. So some of them were where they have like some cultural background and were Spanish speakers, but like maybe were rusty in their Spanish. And then the other ones were had some kind of maybe, you know, two of them were married to Hispanics. The other one had studied French. So she had some language. The other one was like, I know this is good for my kid and I'm kind of bored at home. So I'm going to do this with my kid now. So, it, I mean, it was kind of like mixed. The app, you know, as a result, the app is geared to parents who want to learn Spanish along with their kids, which is wonderful. Um, but what are some challenges that are tied to, to that dynamic when somebody is a non-native speaker or monolingual, but they're learning along with their kid? Well, so in the beginning, the reason why we have phonetics in the app was because they're like, well, I don't know how to read Spanish. I'm like, but it's phonetically correct. It's easier than English. And they're like, yeah, but I don't know how to read Spanish. I guess this whole idea of reading a, another language that I don't know was really scary for them. So when I translated into a phonetic system based on the English language, it kind of took that away. They're like, oh, now I can pronounce it. So 
that was one thing. Um, and then, I, I mean, I think the the app was helpful because it was teaching them the, the phrases that they would say daily, right? Like, how many times a day do we say, uh, it's time to eat, or, or um, are you ready to go, or let's go? I mean, these are things that we say 24-7. So if they were able to just learn these phrases instead of having to force a non-speaker to conjugate verbs and put these words together that they don't understand how they go together, but instead you're teaching them these like phrases, then learning becomes easier. So that's kind of how um, our methodology is learning like a kid. Like a kid doesn't learn grammar. They just basically repeat everything you say. Can you walk us through how the app works? Let's say that I have it now in my phone and I want to start using it immediately how would you recommend that that we use it okay so it's actually it's actually bilingual so you can learn it you can use it english to spanish or spanish to english so but since we're speaking in english let's assume we're trying to learn spanish so um it's organized there's the alphabetical tab so all the content is organized by alphabetical order it has um the phrases and the vocabulary word tabs on the top it's very it's organized very easy it's pretty easy to navigate. Then the second tab is categories. And so that's kind of where I like to start just because I want to go directly to a certain phrase that I do when I'm bathing, right? So then I go to the bathing routine. So in categories, you have the routines that you share with your kids on your daily basis and or activities. So like there's animals, there's emotions, there's bathing and there's changing, there's eating and drinking. And so all these phrases, all these categories helps you narrow down what are the phrases you say in certain situations. So you're at each moment in time, each step, you're kind of like honing down on like what you're going to work on and what your, what your Spanish sanctuary is. So let's say, you know, I like to start with the kitchen just because that's kind of where all families congregate. Um, so let's say your kitchen is your Spanish sanctuary. You put eating and drinking and you look at the phrases or the vocabulary words and you you can favorite the, let's say, the five to ten phrases that you're going to work on. And so you go in and you tap on the phrase and it says the translation and it has an, a play button where you can hear the audio. You can also add it to your favorites tab by starring it. And that's basically it. And then we have the last tab, which is community, which you can access our, fa our, our Facebook page through the app. And it just shows you like what I post daily, which I post daily content or blog post or, or recommendations. And you have other, you have flashcards as well, correct? So, yeah, so we started with the app and that did re really well. Um, we have downloads all over the world, not only in the United States, which has been awesome because I'm just in Austin. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so our reach is amazing. Um, and then we decided that um, what really families want, and I don't know, I can ask you guys this question too, is what they want is community. Like they want to meet other people like them because at the end of the day, like none of this is fun unless you have a friend that's like with you doing it. Um, right. Because that's true. Um, uh, because you know, it's kind of lonely and being a mom is kind of lonely and, and, and so you kind of want friends that are with you in it. And so we started going down the path of what are things that we can create 
that can help create community. And so we started with um, the Dimelo en Español shirts. And those were actually a very big hit um, with the families, but also with teachers. Because it's like what we say to our kids 24-7 and what our dual language teachers say to our kids 24-7. And, um, and so, but what, what, ha what has been amazing is like the amount of people that I have met, like strangers that I have met just by wearing the shirt that are doing the same thing, raising bilingual kids. And so it, it creates like this, it's like a label. It's like as if you were wearing a label. I am raising bilingual kids. Um, so we hear that a lot from just parents that have that we've interacted with in our Facebook group and just in general is that community aspect is huge. And for people who are in areas that are not like Miami or Austin or Houston, where I would, you know, where Spanish is not where it, Spanish is spoken to some degree, um, they feel very isolated and they don't know how to how to find a community. So drawing from your experience with the classes and creating these products that kind of bring people together, do you have any tips for parents who might want to get their own meetups started in their own areas where they might not have access to this? Um, so what we did, I mean, Facebook now is where we spend most of our time on right during the day um create a group i mean we have a group now that's 500 strong and it's spanish with your kids and people post their like activities and and they meet and they introduce themselves and they ask questions like we all need a support system we all need recommendations we all need to know what other people find um useful in their journey uh, we need to also find out like what schools to go to and so it's been So I think the best place has been Facebook because we created this this um, private group and people can join. And as long as you're in Austin and have kids and are trying to do the the same thing we're trying to do, like you're in. Right, and and yeah, and, and reaching out to you know also like consulates, for instance, and public libraries and places that are community gathering spaces. I mean, that's that's kind of like also essential. Yeah, we actually added those people in our group. Like I have um, like the librarian in Austin, part of our group. We have this other nonprofit that is geared towards like uh, writing in Spanish. And we have this other, we have like business owners that are, have um, Spanish immersion preschools, Spanish music classes. So anybody that's like hearing these things can like tap it in, you know, and put all the information in this group. One thing that we wanted to mention and say is congratulations for your very first published book. Simone hey, goes to school. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, it's about a little boy who's starting a dual language um, or immersion school program. And yeah. uh, we want to know what inspired this book. Well, of course, mi Simoncito. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, actually, uh, last month we launched two products. We launched the bilingual flashcards and we launched um, Simon. Simon goes to school or Simon goes to school. Um, and the whole point was um, when Simon was transitioning, when my son was transitioning into a dual language program, because he started in, a, in our neighborhood school that was um, only English, And he was afraid of this notion of going to another school where, where 
another language was that he was going to be taught a different language. You know, it was kind of a different concept of what he was used to because he had always gone from preschool up to kindergarten. He has always gone to an English school. And uh, so it's kind of like, and he's not the only one, like going to these dual language schools or Spanish immersion preschools, it's, it's a different concept. And like some parents don't, you know, need help. You go to, they turn to books to help them with certain transitions like potty training. Um, and so these, this book kind of helps parents have that conversation that what is bilingualism? What is this? What, what does it mean? And why is it important? And, and, and in the eyes of a, of a young child, you know, so we talk about superpoder and that like you guys are all going to be the same because you're both going to you're all going to want to be learning two languages. And so this is a community of people that are trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do and become superpower, have this this superpower of being bilingual. And so it creates like this positive aspect of um, going to this new school. And then at the end, it says, you know, you don't even need to talk to play like you really don't need to talk to, to, to play together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that pride of, of being bilingual and teaching sort of that concept of, yes, you know, being bilingual is a good thing, is, yeah. is very important in, in sort of the motivation, right, to, to yeah. continue. Um, so th that's great. And, um, you know, one thing we wanted to ask you, and both of your children now are in dual language programs, um, yeah. And we know that, that they're growing in the U.S., right? But, but their accessibility is still very limited because there's such high demand for, for these programs. And um, you feel really strongly about dual language education yes. and you have experience in this. So um, this, what direction do you want to see dual language education go in this country? I, I wish it was the norm. Like what's embarrassing you know, we're such a, we're a country of, of immigrants. We're so diverse. We have so many different countries represented in this country. And yet only 20% of this country speaks more than one language. Yeah. Europe, I don't know what the, I think it's like above 65%. And so there you, you know, we don't, we don't put importance in, in bilingual education. And we already know the science. Like there's evidence that shows like all the benefits of being bilingual. Um, and I honestly believe that by, that by embracing language, embracing native languages, like we can work towards um, closing the achievement gap that we have in this country. If we, if we build pride in the native languages, if we build pride in being bilingual, if we start, if we break barriers that exist in society that are created through language, then we can unify this country a little bit more. And I think you can do it through language and through our kids. And it, you know, I wouldn't, I, I, there's something, when Simon went to his first school, you know, I remember him turning to me because I would always speak to him in Spanish and like a friend came up to him and said, why do you speak Spanish? And he looked at me and he's like, you know, he doesn't know why he speaks Spanish. He just knows he speaks Spanish. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the way he was born. And I, you know, I, 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 it, it hurt me because I don't want him to feel like he's not part of, of, of his friends, like of his community. You know, some people don't have 
that option either because like Monica said, it's it's hard to get into or they just don't exist exist that much in in their area. Um, is there anything you would recommend to people who might not have that option? Yeah, become an advocate because it's all based on the demand of the community, right? What the parents say. If the parents are asking for dual language, they're going to implement dual language. I mean, we had areas that are predominantly um, English speakers. They're adding dual language because parents are asking for it. So, That's wonderful. I mean... So it's, 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 you need to advocate for dual language. You need to go in and talk to your superintendent, whoever it is, your district and say, you know, we really want dual language and here's why. And so it takes a voice. Thank you, Eileen, for joining us today. Uh, you can learn more about the app and her other products at mama-lingua.com. Also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Entre Dos Podcast. And we're now on Spotify, which is very exciting. You can also listen yeah. to other episodes of Entre Dos on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. Or you can always visit our website at entredospodcast.com or find us on our network at allpointswest.net. <laughs> Hasta la próxima. <laughs> Nos vemos. <laughs>